This is Andy Ruggles, uh, partner with PwC and lead our tax reporting strategy practice. I'm sitting with Justin Denworth, a partner in our international tax services practice who specializes in running and dealing with a lot of the new tax reform calculations. Thanks for joining today, Justin. I had a question you. for you, and maybe you could talk a little bit about, we work in the tax function with a lot of spreadsheets, but there's also a lot of um, tools and technology out there. I know PwC has our tool Beacon for tax reform calculations. Can you talk about some of the pros and cons or considerations that you think an organization should consider when we think about what's the right technology or solution for how they manage their tax form calcs. Yeah, absolutely happy to, and thanks again for having me here. Um, I, you know, I think about the population of our clients that are mixed across the industries and where they are right now between quarterly provisions and calculations across these complicated, interdependent, interrelated new um, tax reform provisions, or getting into a modeling, right? And there are there are technologies or resources that should be leveraged when we think about whether you're doing a quarterly compliance, you know, a quarterly calculation for provision, or you're thinking about future state of our organization, multinational corporation, uh, acquisition, divestiture, reorganization, whatever it may be. Um, so to, back to your point, we're thinking about different types of resources or technology that our clients are using. Majority of the companies are still very much in an Excel phase, right? It's just because there's a comfort level there. And the pros is one of them, right? For the past 15, 20 years, most of international tax or even you know, domestic tax has been based within an Excel environment. And that, there's a lot of efficiencies that companies feel like they've gained there, whether they've gotten ad, you know, advanced technologies built into the Excel spreadsheets like macros or VLOOKUPs or whatever it may be, pivot tables. But there's certain limitations there. As we know now with the new provisions, the new Guilty B, FDII, and 163J, you can't perform those calculations in a silo. It's just impossible because decisions that you make from an expense allocation apportionment for guilty purposes has to be consistent with the expense allocation apportionment you're doing for FDII purposes, for Section 250 deduction. And so if a domestic team is over there doing an expense allocation for FDII, but the international team is doing an expense allocation for FTC purposes for guilty, which many of my clients have had those discussions, someone's got to bring them together and say, you can't be separate. They have to be the same. And one decision can have a material impact on the other side. You might find yourself in an excess credit or limit position based on decisions that are done. It's fair to say that some of the larger, more complex organizations recognize the need to have a more systematized approach right. that considers the interplay while some of the smaller organizations or ones that frankly are running back of the envelope estimates right. are more comfortable with a spreadsheet. Right. Um, fair summary? That's a fair summary. And then when you think about the other side of the spectrum, companies that have gotten into the more complicated, granular, forward-looking modeling, as you start, if you imagine an Excel spreadsheet that has five tabs and each of those tabs represent one of these key provisions that we're talking about, and that's something you're comfortable around a quarterly provision or maybe the year end. And you've got a base case of what the costs are for your organization. Yeah. And you've got all the stakeholders on board with the assumptions and the costs. What happens when someone in the, the M&A department comes over and says, we're thinking about this disposition or this acquisition, or thinking about moving these assets over here. Those five tabs now turn into 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, depending on the number of scenarios that they're contemplating within the organization in a future state on top of multi-years, yep. right? You're, not, you're thinking of maybe five, six scenarios, but seven or eight years of calculations. Where I, do you do that? I think it's clear from this discussion that um, spreadsheet land or the heavy use of spreadsheets is going to feel a lot of pressure when you compound all the existing tax things right. 
that we already have to do with tax reform. Thanks, Justin, for spending a few minutes with me today. Thanks for having me.